0: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is the Rob Carson Show.
1: This is our number two of the Rob Carson Show, and by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. I'm looking forward to another incredible weekend of NFL football. I was talking to Brian, my producer at the uh, glorious WCBM in Baltimore, about the big game between the Ravens and the uh, Lions this weekend. And uh, this is going to be some smash mouth football in Baltimore. I'm excited about that. I'm really happy for Baltimore. Uh, you know, and, and listen, I, I've lived in cities where the uh, the sports franchise is, has really been terrible for a lot of years. I lived in, uh, let's see, Minneapolis during the dry years. I lived in uh, uh, Cincinnati during the. <laughs> It's hard to try years. Uh, I lived in uh, Washington, D.C. Let's not even go there because, you know, I don't even know why I bought a jersey. Uh, (laughs) I bought a Pierre Garçon jersey when I was in Washington, D.C. for a dozen years, and I moved back to Kansas City just in time for them to win a uh, Super Bowl for the first time in 65 years or, uh, no, since 1965 or four or whatever. So uh, exciting weekend for uh, NFL football, and if there's anything that provides a much-needed distraction, uh, that does. I'm just glad they got off the woke crap because um, I got a little tired of it. So uh, here's a number. It's 800-922-6680. I want to go to Don in Salinas, California. Uh, he's been holding, and then we're going to dive into some red-hot audio. Don, welcome to the show, my brother, and a good Friday to you.
2: Uh, yeah, good Friday to you, too. But, you know, uh, Biden went to the Middle East. And nobody would talk to him. Not even the, the Palestinian wouldn't even get no. out of his crap hole and go speak to him in an air-conditioned room. So you, that, what, he, what did he have to do? Standard Democrat rhino foreign policy. He comes back here and makes a speech and says, I need more money to pay people to like me. Uh, that's what his whole um. speech was about and if you and i i got news for anybody who thinks that way if you have to pay someone to be your friend and ally they are not your friend and ally they are your whore okay that's all uh, yeah. they are and as soon as someone gives them a dollar extra they're not yours anymore one hundred
1: thousand uh, percent, one hundred thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. Don't you get tired of this abusive relationship with the uh, the world's worst actors that we uh-huh. that we get smacked around in twenty twenty one and uh, have three thousand people murdered and they danced in the street in Gaza and here we are going back. Oh, honey, I won't hit you again. Just give me a hundred million dollars.
2: Yeah, and that and that that's what <laughs> that's what's going on here, and and it's completely ridiculous. Now we've got competition for our checkbook, Bricks, Bricks is out there writing checks. And that's what's happening to these idiots that we have running our foreign policy is someone's outbidding them and and buying away all the people that, that we've been paying. And I, well, Don, I, I, have, I, have to, I had to turn Biden's speech off halfway through it because he started bragging about how brave he was to go to Ukraine. Yeah, you know that what? was laughable. When you, to, when you have to tell someone how brave you are, you're probably not. You know, well, Don, when he
1: when he Don, let me finish. Right, you got to listen to me. This is a two way conversation. Uh, he did deliver. Yeah, we got to talk back and forth here. You can't. And when I start, when you hear my voice, just kind of back off a little bit. It's, it's like it's like you're like talking with my mom. Before, you know, she would do the same thing. So, uh, God bless my mother. Um, But no, he he did. He went into this thing. He rode a train for eight hours and, you know, undercover at night. Like Hillary Clinton did the corkscrew landing into where the hell it was. They all lie about everything. They always make it seem like they're really flying. Joe Biden has never incurred any danger in his life, except for a woman saying no. You know, uh, but anyway, but uh, but uh, and, and which he went ahead and he would go ahead and, and proceed, particularly in an elevator at Capitol Hill in 1993. That said, um, you know, here is here is Joe Biden uh, giving one hundred million dollars of our money to people who hate us. Once again, uh, I talked to someone earlier this week and they said, well, we don't want to make them hate us. We don't want to create new terrorists. That's over the, yeah. since 2021, since 2001, they've created Thousands of new terrorists, and they murdered thousands of Israelis. So I'm done with this. We, or we might create new terrorists. Done. Erase radical Islam from the planet. There you go. Right. And we start hey, Rob, with Gaza.
2: Yes. Rob, uh, yeah. what the dip, now you see the difference between Biden and Trump. Biden writes him a bigger check and says, please love me. Trump says, hey, you want to keep getting what I've been giving you? You better put out. And that's the difference between Biden and Trump. Trump would have stopped this crap. Trump would have scared him. Because cause when you got a Palestinian sitting in a crap hole, getting a government, a, a United States check, and you still have to bribe him to come out of his hole to talk to you, there's something wrong with you.
1: Yeah, and also, Don, I might mention this. They murdered 30 Americans. They yeah. slaughtered, they butchered, they raped, they burned to death. 30 Americans in any other regime that would mean we lay waste to you. That's it. We also have at least a dozen of our hostages being held, presumably uh, incurring abuse with 200 other captives from around the world. So where's the rest of the world on this? Yeah. They can pony up their money, but not one dime of ours should go there. We always get abused with it, and I'm sick and tired of it because I ain't yeah, going to sign the check. Right. All right, Don. Thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate it. I promised this a little while ago. It had some technical difficulties. This is brand new for Mr. Jim Gossett, ladies and gentlemen. About $100 million Joe Biden wants to send to the people who want to murder us.
3: Joe Biden, he just gave to Gaza and Hamas. A hundred million bucks Don't hit us anymore you and me Trust this hundred million, you won't kill anybody else, right? This may- a hundred mil A hundred mil A hundred mil So they can kill well, you, you killed 30 of our uh, Joe gave uh, yeah. a hundred mil Well, you won't do so it again? Foolishly. Okay, well, we'll give you this hundred million got to give us our hostages, though Gaza and Hamas, they don't deserve a single dime. But a hundred mil they'll get for savagery. A hundred mil, a hundred mil, a hundred mil against our will. Yeah, I don't want to give it to them. Joe Biden doesn't speak for you and me
1: are you just kind of getting tired of this i mean you're screaming and you're saying shut the border you're screaming you say stop the spinning you're screaming help the people in east palestine ohio you're screaming help the people in lahaina you're screaming hey how about our soldiers you had to uh, you know tell to get food stamps two years ago and and live in uh, in quarters that are unlivable how about all that it is, uh, it is just really remarkable. Um, the uh, Israeli defense uh, forces, uh, among the 203 hostages that the military believes with high confidence are being held by terrorists in the Gaza, some 30 are children and youths, and 10 to 20 are elderly. They murdered 30 of our citizens. They, 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 your, your neighbor Steve, they murdered him. D- does that put it in perspective? Your, your neighbor Jenny? Uh, they murdered her. They they killed her, and they cut her head off. Does that make it a little more real for you? Because that's what happened over there. It just didn't happen next door to you. American citizens, the same thing happened to them over, overseas. I thought you should know. Capitol Hill staffers have been honestly signed a letter urging lawmakers to call for Israel Hamas ceasefire. Uh, We are Jewish and Muslim staffers uh, and allied staff across the hill. The letter reads, according to a copy posted by The Political, uh, we write to implore our bosses, members of the United States Congress, to join calls for an immediate ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. Um, I'd find every one of these Capitol Hill staffers who signed this letter and fire them. Because it's not their job. You are Capitol Hill staffers. You make phone calls. You make copies. You get coffee, among other things. I don't want to insult everybody on Capitol Hill, but you are not who we represent. And, of course, they're being celebrated by uh, who else? Who else? Radical uh, people on Capitol Hill like uh, Cori Bush and uh, Ayanna Presley. I applaud the courageous Muslim and Jewish congressional staffers who had called, uh, signed a letter for uh, hashtag ceasefire now. Yeah. Uh, No. No. Uh, Get back to making copies, doing what you do, returning phone calls. You have no business. Uh, telling uh, our lawmakers what they should do. And by the way, the only reason a ceasefire is being called is because Hamas is getting its rear end kicked. That's it. That's what it is. They're getting their butts kicked. This is um, uh, Representative Jared Moskowitz. Jared Moskowitz was on uh, MSNBC's Andrea Mitchell Reports. He is a Democrat from Florida. And uh, he is uh, seeing the writing on the wall for Jews around the world. And he isn't just going to sit back and take it. Here is a Democrat talking about what's going on in the world and how it has to stop.
4: Here's what I know. What I know is we saw a disgusting display of anti-Israel, anti-Zionism, and anti-Semitism from the international media around the world. They immediately took Hamas's word for it. Hamas,
5: a terrorist organization.
4: Listen
1: listen to the uh, the montage of people, even in America, particularly in America, who uh, went along with the the bombing of the hospital story that was a lie perpetrated by Hamas, including a usual player, that is Chris Kwan who's not a very intelligent man but there is a great
6: opportunity for misinformation, dif- disinformation there especially on social
1: media I caution you to be very careful about what you choose to believe and on what basis the horrific scene at a hospital in Gaza today an explosion that killed more than 500 people just a real quick uh, note to uh, all of you um, the entities you are about to hear can no longer be trusted they had every opportunity to find this story before they blew it up into a, an international situation, anti-Semitic, violent uprising. So all of the people in this montage should never be viewed again, including Chris Cuomo. They are untrustworthy and they are not on your side.
0: The government in Gaza says the Israeli Defense Forces
4: uh, struck a hospital in the center of Gaza City. And an airstrike happen. hit a Gaza City hospital, killing at least 500 people. It's
5: because of an alleged Israeli airstrike on a hospital in Gaza that the health officials say killed more than 500 people. Never when happened.
3: you're talking about 500 people, you have to wonder how many of those people are innocent. That's MSNBC. civilians that minimum, hundreds of people have been killed
7: in what they say was an Israeli airstrike. Where a
4: hospital was caved in killing hundreds and stranding an untold number under the concrete by far the deadliest Israeli airstrike ever hundreds taking shelter at a Gaza City hospital were killed in an Israeli airstrike today
5: Israel says it was targeting Hamas hideouts Palestinian officials saying at least 500 people killed in what they claim was an Israeli airstrike aftermath of an alleged airstrike on a Gaza hospital
1: all of those were lies and the worst kinda lie you can ever imagine lying taking propaganda from a terrorist organization and going after jewish people with it all of the letter uh, networks in America, you, you should stop listening to because they are not on the side of the Jewish people and they're not on the side of us. Back to uh, Representative Jared Muskowitz, the, uh, the uh, Democrat who
4: said something and r- ran with it. It caused riots around the world. It caused the president's meeting to be canceled. But when Israel said it wasn't true, they had to show satellite imagery. They had to show trajectory of the bomb. They had to explain the crater size. They had to show all sorts of audio intelligence But Hamas, their word was taken seriously. Now,
1: last night, Anderson Cooper said there are two sides to both stories, uh, to a story. And the uh, uh, Naftali Bennett, the former Israeli prime minister, said, "Uh, no, no, there isn't. There's only one side, and that's the side of good.
7: I do also want to talk about this
0: uh, floating the the narratives or the claims. Uh, There are no two sides to this hospital. Either it was bombed by Israel or it was uh, targeted by someone else on the Palestinian side. And you know, if it's, if two people come and say, one says it's raining outside and the other says it's dry, you don't bring the quotes of both sides. You just goddamn open the the window and look whether it's raining or not. Uh, That's what we did. And this uh, hospital, in fact, it's a parking lot, was uh, hit definitely 100% by Islamic Jihad Barrage, uh, shot fired
1: at this. If it took that long for our mainstream media to forget Israel's 9 11 and their second Holocaust, you need to turn them off. Let's take a break and come back. Great audio from a great governor, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, on the way. This is the Rob Carson Show. If you get a chance to uh, check out Newsmax, I'd recommend it. I'm going to tell you, I joined Newsmax about three and a half years ago, started doing my weekend show, which is called Rob Carson's What in the World. And if you haven't seen the show, it is a half hour, hopefully eventually an hour show. It's rapid fire. Uh, Me, uh, I write um, uh, not only commentary about what's going on in the world, but I also do comedy and then I improvisationally riff. Throughout the entire show, and this week it's like there's a there's a TV show uh, called Tosh 2.0 that you millennials or maybe Gen Zers know. Uh, uh, take Tosh 2.0 and and make him into a guy in his fifties. I know that doesn't sound very exciting, but I will take on Tosh any day of the year as an improvisational comedian. Although he's a funny guy, don't get me wrong. So uh, anyway, go to uh, just go to newsmaxtv.com/slash/listing for details. Runs tomorrow night, Sunday night, Monday morning. That's when Donald Trump watches it. Because he thinks I'm the funniest guy on television. I know, it's kind of crazy. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, audio in one moment. Just want to mention a couple of things. Um, What do you do if your uh, retirement funds are falling short? Oh, you, you don't have any. Or you've got a paltry amount and you know that you're never going to reach that. Let's get to work on it, shall we? I'm looking at the same thing. I want to build up my retirement. I've been through some hard times, but I've got a little bit of fluidity, and I want to be able to guarantee it'll be worth something when I do retire. So I am investing in precious metals, and I chose Swiss America because I trust Swiss America. And God knows trust is number one. I mean, of all the commodities right now in the world, what's the most valuable? Is it gold? I would say gold's right up there, but trust is right up there because we have a trust deficit. Swiss so America has an A-plus rating from the BBB. You, you can get educated on protecting your assets and just get the report. It's called The Secret War on Cash. Just get it because they want to digitalize currency so they can control your money, shut it off when you don't you know agree with them, turn it on when you do. I, I'm serious. Everybody's talking about it, and you should be too because that's what they're guaranteed. Here's their number, 800 289 2646. 800 289 2646. And get this all out war on cash. It's called The Secret War on Cash and learn about it. Then you can consider the next step in investing in precious metals. Again, Swiss America is a great company. 800 289 2646. Get it free. Mention my name, Rob Carson, will you? Do that when you call or text, or you can go to SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. It's time to start educating yourself. If you ever want to take some time off before you leave the planet... 800-289-2646, 800-289-2646, message and data rates apply. Uh, Sarah, Huck- Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, is uh, incredible. As a governor, she was a tough cookie as the uh, uh, spokesperson for Donald Trump, went through a lot of slings and arrows, went on to run for office, won very successfully. And she's kicking butt in Arkansas. She's getting rid of uh, a Chinese companies from that are c- connected to the CCP from owning American land. And now she's going after idiotic, woke language. Like, for instance, Chest feeding instead of breastfeeding because women are the only ones who can breastfeed. I know it's common sense, but uh, there are idiots doing that. And here's Sarah Huckabee Sanders yesterday signing into law through executive order an end to the woke BS.
5: On the left, women have taken a back seat to political correctness. They're using nonsense words to erase women and girls, and more importantly, to erase our voices and our experiences. Yep. Today, we're taking a stand against woke nonsense. What frankly started as a fad among a few grad students has seeped down into corporations, the healthcare industry, and increasingly state government. It's demeaning to women, and it needs to stop. In a moment, I'll sign an executive order banning a number of all sorts of ridiculous words from state government documents.
1: Now, the reason she did this is because it starts at the federal level with uh, insane people like HHS Secretary uh, uh, Rachel Levine, who was a middle management white guy until about a, a couple years ago when he decided to become a girl and then became a woman of the year.
5: I think it is insulting to women to define them as something other than what they are and to take away experience. Yes. that are so specific to them yes. that cannot be uh, created just by saying uh, them into existence. Because we have a federal government that is taking those kind of actions, it is imperative for states to step up and actually defend women. It's, you know I feel like there's a question of why now because we have examples where yeah
1: and we're tired of it it is a nonsense on the way uh you know the uh maxim magazine you maybe got that in the 90s you know yeah maxim australia makes a very burly transgendered female into one of the sexiest women in the country yeah that's coming up this is the rob carson show Looks like Massachusetts and New York are in uh, a heck of a lot of trouble with regard to illegal immigration. That's so racist you said that. No, it's not really. I need to come up with another accent for all of the people coming from the Middle East who want to kill us. That are sneaking across the southern border. Yeah. Not not funny, yeah, it's not funny, but it's happening anyway. Uh, welcome to the show. Here's the number, 800 uh, 922 We heard earlier uh, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders finally taking a stand for women. And you think about all of the absurdity that we've endured the last few years, and, and this is why I say you need to stay as focused as the founders. Because, uh, for instance, all of this transgender nonsense that came out of nowhere, there was a reason for it. It's a distraction. It's a confusion. It's demoralizing. It's it's psychological warfare. For women, it's psychosexual assault. When it comes to uh, you know having to share a locker room with a man, that's psychosexual assault. It's the most abusive thing you can imagine. It's, it's almost as bad as what the Taliban does to women. I'm not kidding. You know They, 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 uh, they hold them down. They can't uh, do anything. They can't compete. Men come in, take over everything. Do you see that? Do you understand? What an insult to women. My mother passed away two years ago. She was proud of being a woman. But the left has tried to make women not be proud of their femininity, not embrace femininity. There's a room for masculinity. There's a room for femininity. And I have no problem with women who tend to be a little more masculine and men who are feminine. It's all right. But I'm going to tell you when it comes to being a woman... There are some things about being a woman traditionally associated with being a woman that should never be ashamed of. Why? Why did we decide that men, literally the CDC is investigating whether they can make men create breast milk. What the hell is wrong with you idiots? Honestly, you people are insane. Uh, This is a little bit more from Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who has decided to end this wokeness in Arkansas. And I'm hoping that other Republican governors will finally do something about this.
5: Does it matter if there's one? Is that not enough? How many times should a woman have to be insulted before we stand up and say we've had it? Yeah. Like it shouldn't even take one time. Thank you. Uh, But one instance to me is enough for us to stand up for women and say that we can do better. And we will. I mean, I'm not keeping a running tally, but I have seen one specific instance, and we've had a set, a number of other instances that have been reported to our office. It's not that they're offensive, it's that they are scientifically wrong.
1: Yeah, here is a K Chandler, the Arkansas Attorney General, no, Surgeon General talking about being a girl in girl parts.
4: I've been serving women of all ages since 1997 but the governor's executive order doesn't require a medical degree to understand. Mm -hmm. It's just common sense.
1: Yeah, Uh, I used to tell my kids when they were little, um, if you, uh, just write this down real quick if you have any doubt. You got a pen? I'm talking to the left here. Uh, If you have kids, just write this down. Um, If you're born with a PP, you're a boy. If you're born with a Nina, you're a girl.
4: As I was taught in medical school, And actually have known since I was five years old when I happened to be looking through my mother's nursing school textbooks and ran into That's not how I found
1: out I was a boy
4: embryology textbooks. Women give birth. What? Today that has somehow become controversial, but it shouldn't be. Governor Sanders' executive order is smart on a number of counts. It stands up to those who try to erase women in the name of political correctness in this administration yeah
1: yeah it's just, it just this kind of makes sense but that didn't stop a transgender identified biological male coach who has made the Australian magazine's uh, list charter of one a uh, hot 100 women of the world and this uh, person I'll just say, dude looks like a lady. Uh, This list has been compiled by Maxim Australia, and it's intended to showcase the most successful and beautiful women in the world. This uh, Australian rules player, Coach Danielle Lathley, was 92nd on the Maxim list. Man, Maxim has changed since I read it back in the 90s. Yeah, officially announced uh, his transition in 2020, shocking many of the fans. Uh, he's 56 years old. He's about 6'4", and uh, does not look like a... It would be like me dressing up as a woman, you know, with my 52-inch chest. Yes, I did. I got a new jacket yesterday. I know that. Uh, 52... Yes. So this, this is one of the uh, the sexiest women in the world he is a dude who's about 6'4 and was a dude until about 4 years ago when he decided to become a girl. So good for you, Sarah Hugby Sanders. A
3: man who calls himself a girl.
1: This is a classic from Jim Gossett.
3: It can be a bonus. Be careful. When you compete with women, you have to hide. What do you have to hide there, Jim? Ooh, that pair of cojones. a nice rhyme, by the way. I can cycle against the girls, that's my choice. I can steal their medals with this manly voice Cause the left makes me, makes feel, me feel The left makes me feel, makes me feel The left makes me feel like a transgender woman Thank When you. I compete with females yeah. I'm the one that's feared yeah because I'm the only person in the race with a beard. is that, yeah. But somehow I feel. Make me feel. The left makes me left feel. left makes me feel. They make me feel like a transgender woman. Woman. It's
1: just kind of absurd, honestly. Uh, that's why we have to stay as focused on the founders as the founders and ignore these, uh, these idiots. I mean, we, it doesn't mean we don't fight them. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean we don't address them. But honestly, as far as a serious intellectual discussion, you're not worth our time because you're so stupid. You know, just so outrageous that you could think that a man can become a woman and a woman can be a man. And you, for a couple of years, you couldn't say anything about it because, you know, you were a, a disinformation and misinformation and you were a transphobe and all of that stuff. It is is just remarkable. Eric Adams is warning that illegal immigration is not sustainable and that New York City is running out of room. None of the mayor's warnings, though, have made a dent in stopping illegal illegal aliens from traveling into the sanctuary city. This is where Democrats are even more bankrupt because they uh, aren't telling Joe Biden to shut the border down. They're just asking for billions of more dollars to make their legal residents' lives worse. That's, that's what it is. They're asking for billions of dollars not to stem the flow of illegals into your neighborhood and, and, uh, and the crime and all of the, uh, the homelessness and whatnot that comes with it. They just want billions more dollars so they can continue to, uh, to inconvenience you and make your life hell rather than shut the southern border. And then there's the, uh, the uh, Massachusetts governor. If you live in Massachusetts, wow. If you voted for this, I mean, well you, good luck, honestly good luck if you voted for it good luck you really stepped in it massachusetts governor says family shelters are at capacity but they're not going to end the right to shelter now winter's coming by the way did you know what's going to happen when winter comes it's going to get really cold and there are going to a lot of people out in the in the cold particularly places like chicago that have become sanctuary cities and all this people are going to die people are going to get desperate they're going to break into homes. They're going to steal. They don't know how to speak English. They don't have any skills. That was part of the plan. But here is a story about Massachusetts governor, Maura Healy. She's acknowledging that family shelters are a capacity, but we are not ending the right to shelter. We are being very clear that we are not going to be able to guarantee placement for folks who are Fed here at the end of this month. Now, this is the woman who also said, you should invite people to live in your home. Okay, uh, Massachusetts Democrats, how about some Palestinians? How about that? Would you be good with that? The, the people who say uh, death to Israel, death to America? Would, would you be cool with that? Spare bedroom? I don't know. Here's the story.
7: Hey there, good to be with you. So, uh, as we talk about
5: this capacity that the state That's is...
1: That's not one I wanted to play, this is.
5: Massachusetts will no longer guarantee shelter for migrant families who come into the state. That's according to Governor Moore Healy, who's announced the state is nearing maximum capacity in its shelter system and will not be able to expand any more than it already has.
1: Now, Tucker Carlson said things are going to get all sorts of insane... I said that before 2020, before 2022. (laughs) And it's going to get uh, even worse as winter approaches. New York officials reported Wednesday that only 2,100 of the more than 40,000 adult migrants in its shelter system have applied for work. Who would have seen that coming? Yeah, in September, Biden's Department of Homeland Security extended temporary legal status to hundreds of thousands of asylum seekers since the announcement no migrants have received federal approval to work. 472,000 Venezuelans who arrived in the country before July 31st, they emptied out their prisons, by the way, are eligible for temporary protected status for 18 months. The DHS extended the TPS status to migrants due to extraordinary and temporary conditions in Venezuela that prevent them from uh, safely returning. Kavi Hochul stated that her staff identified 18,000 private sector job openings for them. Yeah, yeah. The state would earmark $38 million to provide legal services to migrants. On top of previously committed $50 million after months of coordinated advocacy from New Yorkers, the federal government has made thousands of migrants from Venezuela newly eligible for temporary protected status. Our job is to ensure these individuals fill out the appropriate paperwork so they can attain work authorization. Problem is, they don't have these skills and they don't speak the language. So, uh, this is going to get really big and really, really ugly. This is uh, this is Kathy Hochul just two years ago making you feel bad for not allowing uh, uh, all the illegal immigrants from the world to come here.
4: And the idea of the Lady Liberty in our harbors that I talked to the young students about has been the story of New York for one hundred and thirty years where people who left religious persecution or left wars, left oppression and left extreme poverty like my own grandparents leaving Ireland with nothing That is what we have always viewed as our responsibility to the rest of the world. And
1: here is Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, just about a month ago.
4: We have to let the word out that when you come to New York, we're not going to have more hotel rooms. We don't have capacity. So we have to also message properly that we're at our limit. If you're going to leave your country, go somewhere else. But the smarter thing is to apply for asylum before you leave your country.
1: Okay. Uh, By the way, Eric Adams, he just went down to Mexico. Do you remember that? He went down to Mexico and he, and he said, uh, stop pe- sending people to New York. He didn't say stop coming to the United States of America. He just said uh, stop coming to New York. Um, and apparently they didn't listen to him. They didn't listen to him. He said, you got to stop. And they, he, he went to, to Mexico and he begged them, do not send anymore. And they did it anyway. These are the people who are in charge. <laughs> these, are in the, uh, these are the people in charge. By the way, Democrat mayor in El Paso is tired of uh, being be slapped by the third world and the federal government, sending 178 busloads of migrants north to New York City, Chicago, and Denver, despite the woke outrage mob claiming the inhumane policy is Republican. It's not. Chicago has received the most buses, 73 charters going to Illinois, another 55 have gone to New York, 50 have traveled to Denver, and there's still no talk about the southern border being shut down, just Democrats telling the federal government, send us more money so we can make our legal residents' lives into a living hell. That's how much they care about you. All right, so coming up, I've got, uh, well, some, uh, some interesting news about, uh, oh, oh, a lot of people being fired for suddenly deciding that they could spew anti-semitism on social media. So that's on the other side of this. The number is 800-922-6680, and this, of course, is The Rob Carson Show. Rage against the machine. That's what we got to do. You know, uh... I just have a bad feeling that uh, the idiots in Congress will go ahead and uh, rubber stamp Joe Biden's money for Ukraine. $60 billion to Ukraine, a corrupt country. They're not telling us how the money is being spent. They want to send like 12, $16 billion to Israel, which is in an existential threat. How about we reverse that? How about we give them $60 billion? How about a billion dollars per American that was slaughtered by Hamas two weeks ago? 30 American citizens were slaughtered. Tortured their final moments on earth in agony, watching their relatives be tortured or murdered. Not one damned dime to Gaza, not one damned dime. To the Palestinians. Sorry, I mean that's really cruel and all that, you know, but honestly if you teach your children, if you if you base your entire society around hating Jewish people, hating Israel being anti-Semitic, wanting America wiped off the mat and you haven't changed the map and, and not even changed anything since 9-11 then not one not one damn dime let all the people who love you so much and hate Israel, you contribute all you all of you Arab states, 100 million pony up, but not one damn dime from us. I hope that you'll take the time to call your congressman and give them a little what first. Today about that nonsense. Let's go to Christopher in Catonsville today. Christopher, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today?
6: Well, I just wanted to bring up a little point about the uh, state of uh, transgenderness these days. Um, it wasn't. It's not really all of a sudden. It's been around for quite a while. Uh, Barack Obama, gay all the time, no big deal. Um, did it with the uh, transgender bathrooms. And that's where the, uh, you know, and, um, well, let's see, back in 2014, uh, South Park did an episode where Eric Cartman was like, oh, I really wish I didn't have to do this. But he had to do, make a transgender change to uh, use the girls' bathroom at uh, break time or something. And, uh, you yeah, it was quite a while ago. Oh, and also um, on uh, other shows they wrote the transgender kid characters into, like on major crimes, it was, uh, it was uh, you know, when a transgender person was like a Victim got murdered, and you know they showed all the bullying and all that stuff. Of course, so of course, it's been course. in the works. It's just nobody's talking about it. The sleazy, uh, you know, the sleazy news just, you know, kind of doesn't bother mentioning it so much. And, and you know,
1: I, I, I guess I, I'm still trying to make uh, I'm trying to make uh, sense of it. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't still make any sense to me. I don't know if there is something.
6: We didn't have any bathrooms in the schools, though.
1: Well, there is, there's something. I don't know what it is. I know I know that it's meant to confuse, distract, confound uh, anger and all of that. It's chaotic. Uh, <laughs> it is, it is. Thanks, Christopher. I appreciate it. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's backfiring now, I'll tell you that. <clears throat> all of this woke nonsense. Remember when uh, Victoria's Secret decided they would uh, uh, feature uh, more, I guess, Get rid of uh, the from the hyper-sexualized imagery of the Victoria's Secret supermodels because they were too effective, I guess. So they parted, started putting people on like trans people. And, you know, And listen, I, I, I carry a few pounds, you know. I, I am not an underwear model. I never will never will be, ever. Although if I decided to identify as a woman, I'll bet you they'd make me Woman of the Year at Victoria's Secret. So anyway, Victoria's Secret decided that they were going to move back to... Uh, You know, beautiful women wearing lingerie because that's what people want to see. You know, you might also add that straight men, I'm assuming, also uh, love women in lingerie and the women in their lives in lingerie, and they uh, might even, if not precipitate the purchase of lingerie, uh, then he might actually buy the lingerie himself for her. I wouldn't recommend it because you're going to get her something she doesn't want to wear, doesn't fit, none of that. Kathleen uh, Chen reported that the brand's efforts to promote inclusivity, which included making LGBTQ pro-women soccer player and outspoken uh, uh, leftist Megan Rapinoe, as well as the transgendered woman brand spokesmodels and getting rid of its angel supermodels, gained favorable reviews online, but never translated into sales. You know why? Because uh, mentally ill people still are mentally ill, despite the if you put a bustier on them. There's that. <laughs> the drop in Victoria's Secret sales also followed the company's move to make its board of directors mostly female. I, I don't even know if that makes a difference, but uh, Megan Rapinoe was one of their, uh, their models. Yeah, you want to see Mary Megan Rapinoe in, uh, in lingerie, I'm telling you. I got to tell you. Uh, she claimed that uh, Victoria's Secret sent out a really harmful message that was patriarchal, sexist, and whatnot. Well, it's lingerie, idiot. Of course it is. And you know what? There are a lot of women who really like to wear it, and they really look awesome in it. So there you go. So chalk this one up to another failed uh, woke experiment along with Bud Light. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, so coming up next hour, your phone calls at 800-922-6680. Also, David Limbaugh, the brother of Rush Limbaugh, will talk to us. Uh, He is a a theologian and a scholar about the uh, battle of good and evil going on in our world and Israel and the United States, among other things. That is coming up in the final hour of The Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. And
0: on the World Wide Web... This is the Rob Carson Show.
1: Hour number three of the Rob Carson Show, and by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Finally Friday. Other than your second and third jobs, what do you got going this weekend? (laughs) I laugh, but not really. I was without uh, weekends for a number of years recently when I sold cars. You, you don't get weekends off when you sell cars. So I uh, know what that's all about. But uh, I hope you do have a, a nice weekend. If you get a chance to check out my TV show, it's called Rob Carson's What in the World. And it is on Newsmax. And uh, it's uh, a lot of people watch it. I'll just tell you, there are a lot of, there are a lot of people you just say. I, I meet people, <clears throat> like I went home to my uh, biological family reunion <laughs> a few months ago. I never met you know, my biological family because I was adopted. And I went up and I and I met them And it was it was really weird to meet relatives who knew you first off of television. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, he's my cousin. It was kind of it was kind of interesting. And, and, then, and then I then I, uh, I experienced at an airport not too long ago. I had some a couple. And it's kind of strange because you normally in radio, you don't get noticed by your face. Right. And a couple walked by me, and, and uh, they were looking at me, and I'm like, what, 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 you know? I mean, what the hell? And, uh, and uh, she said to her husband, is that him? And it was, it was uh, I think they were confusing me with uh, an episode of America's Most Wanted. I think that's actually what happened, so. Uh, anyway, if you get a chance to check out the TV show, it's called Rob Carson's What in the World, and it's um, a much-needed uh much-needed departure from reality because uh, we have a lot of idiots in charge who don't learn anything from any any episode in history. They keep dumping money uh, toward our enemies. They do everything wrong, and they endanger us. And uh, sometimes you just feel like there's nothing you can do about it. So you know what I do? I make fun of them, and I call them out, and then I encourage you to keep up the good fight and to stay focused. On what is important. Uh, Jim Gossett reminded me of that. You know, it is uh, uh, Halloween's going to be here. We haven't done a lot of Halloween songs. I think we should do one about Joe Biden and his penchant for spending your money and embezzling the rest. How about that?
3: I needed a favor. I cannot lie. They said, call Joe Biden. He's the big guy. What would it take to plant a seed? Hunter said, Boris, here's what you'll need. You need some cash. cash. You'll need some monster cash. Some monster cash. 100 a hundred million. What you should try. You need some cash. One hundred billion. You'll get results in a dash Give them some cash. You need some monster cash. What? China made hunter and sleepy Joe. Bobolinsky told us what we need to know. What? Their obvious crimes are as clear as day. What? The Biden White House is paid to play. You need some cash. You need some monster cash. Some monster, monster cash. cash. I'll to build his style. you need some cash <laughs> to really make a splash. Give them some cash, give them some monster cards. Mister, Mister, you left out the most important part. The most important part, ego? Yes, the clients prefer small denominations and unmarked bills. <laughs> <laughs>
1: was that? I'm trying to figure who that was. Was that uh, Alejandro Mayorkas? I think that it might have been uh, Alejandro Mayorkas as his little toady. Joe buys a little toady. Oh, man, plague to God that this ends in a very positive way, because i got to tell you. Uh, this is an interesting headline from Rachel Wolfe of the Wall Street Journal. Uh, the headline is, who counts as a disaster prepper these days? Lots of us. More people are prepping for a few weeks with of flood, fire, other urgent situations, from buying supplies to getting them through. Uh, surveys and recent sales of prefabricated disaster kits indicated Americans are more apt to keep emergency supplies on hand than they were a few years ago. A third of Americans surveyed uh, say they have spent an average of $149 on items, including non perishable food, medical supplies, and water. That's why I'm proud to introduce a, an incredible product because you know you're putting away potable water, which is drinkable water. In okay, case you're a Democrat, it's drinkable water. That's what it means. Potable means drinkable. Uh, then you've got, uh, you know, I've got some, some food from Patriot Supply down there. Uh, you can get a little cash here, you know, and How about a medical kit? How about you do that? How about you, uh, you consider getting a medical kit for your home? Because if you have aspirin in your cabinets, you need an emergency kit. The wellness company is going to give it to you. The wellness company uh, put together by some great people, including Dr. Peter McAuliffe, who was censored heavily for a couple of years because of COVID. He's put together this new company, and it's called the wellness company. And all you've got to do if you want to get a medical kit designed around you and your family... You just need to fill out a questionnaire online. They figure out what you need. Maybe that's amoxicillin. Maybe that's uh, hydroxychloroquine. Maybe that's, uh, you know, whatever. But it'll get you through if the pharmacies are closed down and they run out of stuff. So what you got to do is you got to go to TWC.com or TWC.health, TWC.health, and uh, intercode Carson, TWC.health slash Carson, and get your emergency medical kit from Dr. Peter McCullough from anthrax to tick bites to whatever. Rest assured, the wellness company's going to take care of you with their doctors and medical professionals. Mine is on the way. You should get yours. Go to twhealth, twchealth.car- or TWChealth.com. Sorry, D- TWC.Health. I'm shuffling papers. That's what this is right here. Uh, T w c health, uh, health uh, Carson. There you go. Sorry, TWC.Health.Carson. and use the promo code Carson and You save ten percent. Sorry about that. You've got uh, you know some stuff going on in the studio and stuff you can't see in the background that I'm dealing with today, but twchealth.health/slash uh, carson is uh, what you need to consider. Uh, David Limbaugh, by the way, is coming up at the bottom of the hour. I thought you should know uh, that. Um, I- I'm gonna I'm gonna skew a little serious here. Uh, you know, I always get uh, people saying, Well, you're still getting too serious. Will you stop being so damn serious?" Well, you know, guys, we live in serious times. And, uh, you know, I grew up a Catholic kid. I never really understood the Holocaust um, until I got into, you know, uh, middle school. That's generally when they started to tell you about the Holocaust. It was a little hard for a fifth grader to understand or a second grader. And in eighth grade, a seventh grade, we got a choice to see a movie called Night in Fog. At the time, it was uh, startling. It still is. It's, uh, it's a documentary, black and white documentary, on the Holocaust. And I remember... Agreeing to see it and and being exposed to it for the very first time and remembering the horror that I have felt about it And ever since every ever since for the last 40 years of my life I thought about the Holocaust. I thought about the horror of uh, what the Jews went through in the Warsaw ghettos What the Jews went through at uh, concentration camps hiding from the Germans, uh, etc. And I've seen it timeless through timeless movies uh, Schindler's List uh, You know, I can go on and on and on and 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 the the slogan was never forget never ever forget. And for 80 years We haven't forgotten but Israel just went through a, a 9-11, another holocaust, where people were wholesale slaughtered, 1,500 of them in a barbaric fashion, <laughs> and the world already forgot it. The world already forgot it, and I'm, I'm like, dear God in heaven. And so this has made me even more crystallized to defend the, uh, the, uh, the Israeli people and, and my Jewish brothers and sisters. I never understood anti-Semitism. I remember when I got to college, I'd never really known a Jewish person. <clears throat> I grew up in Southwest Iowa. We don't have a lot of, a lot of uh, you know, we, we got a Catholic church, we had a Presbyterian, we had a Christian church in Neola, Iowa, and uh, and so I met Lee Adelman in high in college. I was like, Lee Adelman, okay, and I talked to him. I was like, Why why do people hate Jews? And he, you know, I wasn't really exactly sure on it, but we, we spoke about it. It wasn't any in-depth uh, theological discussion, but i just trying to understand, why would people hate Lee Edelman? Why would they hate Jewish people? I don't understand it. I don't understand it. The Jewish people aren't trying to kill anybody. The Jewish people, they, 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 uh, their homeland is their homeland. It was there before even Islam was around, and, and they've been harangued ever since. They've been harangued ever since. And, and I'm just done with it. I'm, just, I'm done with the Holocaust. I'm done with the murder, the threats. I'm done with the terrorism of radical Islam. And I think it's about time we finally drew a line in the sand that couldn't be crossed. There's a uh, college professor that I saw. And, and I would imagine there's a lot of this going around um, with... Um, uh, uh, uh people who are jewish um wondering why all the, i mean literally 2 days ago we had we had protests in in the in the capital in in the united states capital we had people who were uh anti israel and pro palestine who completely ignored the slaughter of israel's israel and went and created a nonsense <clears throat> protest uh, about a hospital bombing that never happened, and it erased what happened two weeks ago in Israel. And I'm not going to let people forget it. I'm not going to. I'm going to every day. Th- the hospital bombing in Gaza didn't happen. What happened two weeks ago in Israel did. And I'm going to, if I have to, I'll remind you every damn day of the rest of my freaking life. What happened? And they killed 30 of our own people. This is a Columbia... University professor. He is a Jewish of Jewish persuasion. He has kids. He is shocked that at universities across the country, including Harvard, all of these places, they had pro Palestine, anti Israel demonstrations where they literally spouted the same lines that they're doing in Gaza drive Israelis, drive the Jews into the sea. It happened. at at Columbia University and NYU and Harvard. And every one of those universities needs to be driven out of business. This is this professor and father speaking to a group of people at Columbia. I want this
7: message to get to every parent in America who sends their kids to NYU, to Harvard, to Stanford, to Berkeley. And I want did you to know what... He was completely fine with liberalism and
1: leftism when it went after Trump supporters and MAGA fascists But now, he and his family are in the crosshairs.
7: We cannot protect your child. My name is Shai Dufidani. I am a professor at Columbia Business School. An Israeli. But before all of that, I am a dad... I have two beautiful children. That doesn't matter to Hamas. I'm talking to you, I'm speaking to you as a dad, and I want you to know we cannot protect your children from pro-terror student organizations because the president of Columbia University will not speak out against pro-terror student organizations because the president of Harvard University, because the president of Stanford, because the president of Berkeley, they will not speak out against pro-terror student organizations.
1: They came for the Jews and
7: said nothing. President Minoush Shafiq of Columbia University, you are a coward. And it's Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, is able to say this is not okay then where are you president shafiq of columbia university we are waiting for you to eradicate all pro-terror student organizations from campus
1: i'm going to do everything i can to head off history from repeating itself here's some more about what hamas did And and Palestinians, by the way, who largely support, if not Hamas, destruction of Israel.
7: And this is the school that you want to send your children to? Nope. They were celebrating the rape of teenage girls.
1: They put um, Hamas members hanging from parachutes on flyers. These were people who parachuted into a music festival and slaughtered and raped their way through it and killed 260 young people, including Americans.
7: In a music festival, in the name of resistance, they were celebrating this. And the president of the university is allowing these pro-terror student organizations to march on our campuses. They brought a building here of the Jewish the Center for Jewish Life had to go on lockdown. Wow. Not in Gaza. No. Not in Tel Aviv. Here in New York City. Do you Do you hear the fear? Because of this quiet, this cowardice of the presidents of NYU, of Columbia, of Harvard.
1: Yep, yeah, 22 years after 9 11, our worst nightmares are coming true. But we have the opportunity to head history off of the past before it can repeat itself in a horrible fashion. Michelle, you hold on from Westminster. You'll be next. This is the Rob Carson Show. Jim Jordan is no longer eligible to become Speaker of the House. There was a secret ballot from the cowards, uh, Republican cowards. And they've decided that suddenly Jim Jordan, the guy who's actually one of the pillars for good in Washington, D.C., was too extreme. Meanwhile, nobody says anything about Hakeem Jeffries. It's kind of kind of weird how that happens, right? No, it's just stupid. Let's go to Michelle in Westminster. Hello, Michelle, and uh, good Friday to you. What's going on today?
4: Um, not doing well. How about you?
1: Well, yeah, you know,
4: getting along. Getting along. I do. Do you remember the song, Tie a Yellow Ribbon round the Old Oak"?
1: I believe that we started doing that uh, with the Iran hostages.
4: Correct. Correct. I would like to make the suggestion that we tie a blue ribbon around our trees and or mailboxes or on the front door handle, and that way we all can show our support for Israel and not have to worry about going to a rally. And being attacked, being arrested, or anything like that. I'm not suggesting that you be afraid to do that, but those who are, and a rally lasts for one day, a ribbon can last for years.
1: You know, Michelle, that is a uh, beautiful idea, uh, and I, I think it's i think it's great. Normally, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of person that's symbolism over substance and all that, but as far as tying a blue and white ribbon around your tree or around your mailbox or around your car antenna, I think it's a great idea. I really, really do, Michelle. I uh, really I do. Would,
4: I would like to challenge everybody to do that, and by Monday morning, I'd like to see a, a sea of blue and white ribbons. Flying across this country,
1: love it, Michelle. That is a brilliant, brilliant idea. I really do appreciate Rob. you calling today. I'm just, Not I'm worried, it, Michelle. I'm, I'm worried about Israel. I'm worried about my brothers and sisters, my brothers and sisters. I am. I really am. And I'm and I've, about, I've, I'm sorry. I just go ahead. Go ahead.
4: I'm worried about Israel as well, but Rob, I'm, I'm very worried about America and Americans because. When, uh, about a month ago, when I was on with Sean and um, um, in, the morning, in the morning drive with Bruce and Sean, I had said, okay, this is great that the blacks are rallying behind Trump and we're, we're looking to unite. We're going to need that unitedness because I believe our 9-11 is going to look like romper room by the time we get hit. There are way too many Nefarious folks who have crossed our borders in one way or another, and right. there are too many.
1: But a lot of enemies within, by the way, Michelle. We've got a lot of enemies within in deep Washington D.C. Our, our the deep state is infiltrated with our enemies.
4: That the they are. They have become, and even those who are there that are supposed to be representing us, they have become enemies of America. Look at what they've done in on the Senate floor. When uh, I forget, uh, I think it was Josh Hawley wanted to go ahead and put the resolution up to um, go against the anti-Semitism on college campuses. And our wonderful senator from Maryland, Mr. Chris Van Hollen, stopped that and fought and argued against that. I mean, what the heck?
1: Yeah, uh, he's the kind of person who would allow a Nazi rally on campus with Nazi flags, and he'd be cool with it. I mean, honestly, because uh, that's what you're celebrating. When you when you look at the slaughter of Americans or, or uh, Americans and Israelis by Palestinian Hamas, and and you uh, don't want that hateful Nazi speech on campus, and you vote against it, wh- that's not about freedom of speech. It's not about freedom of speech.
4: No, it's not. When Mr. Van Hollen was the congressman and our districts had gotten redrawn, they put Carroll County in with Montgomery County, which doesn't mix and match at all, but that's what it is. And he was having a speech at our community college, and he and his office and the Democrat Party here in the county did everything they could to keep me from attending that meeting up to and including filing a restraining order to keep wow. me from that meeting and then yeah, when we yeah. got there they had us in one section that was roped off that we were allowed to be
1: all right michelle i got to run thank you for the phone call uh you know like i said the the people in washington dc are going to figure out how to screw this up and we're going to have to pick up the pizzas. i would suggest to you I, I probably completely worthless to try, but try calling your representative and saying no hundred million dollars for Hamas at this point. But who knows what you'll get out of it? David Limbaugh, coming up next. Do not leave your radio or smart device. This is the Rob Carson Show. We have a special guest on the phone. Uh, Mr. David Limbaugh on the Newsmax Hotline. Hello, sir. How are you today? Great. How are you? I'm good. I haven't talked to you in a while. How's things in lovely Cape Girardeau, Missouri? Have you heard of it? I have, Dude, I lived in Missouri for 10 years. I lived hey, in Missouri. I, me, where did you, where did you live down here? Well, I, I went to Northwest Missouri State University, home of the Mighty Bearcats. I lived in Columbia, Springfield, where I met my lovely wife. I've done radio in Kansas City and St. Louis. Just haven't spent a lot of time in Cape Girardeau. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, uh, our loss, but no, it's, everything's great here. The weather is unbelievable. Is it? We that, it's we have that those two short periods in in the spring and fall where the weather's wonderful.
1: Yeah, where you don't need you don't need the furnace and you don't need the air conditioner for about a week. But uh, uh, Mr. Limbaugh, I'll, first of all, it, it's good to talk to you again, David. We, it's been a while. I know you've got a new book out. It's called The Resurrected Jesus. And I know you are a devoted uh, theologian, a biblical scholar, much more so than I, although I have a deep and resounding faith. But uh, David Limbaugh, as you look at what's going on in the world, particularly what happened two weeks ago in Israel, and uh, what has happened, uh, like, for instance, in our capital, just two days ago. How does that make you feel, and, and where wh- what is going on here in your mind?
0: Well, the whole world is upside down, crazy, backwards, and um, we're watching evil unfold right out in the open, and we're watching an entire, one of the two major parties in this country support and enable it in, in almost every way you can think of. And, you know, we can talk about... Uh, it's just the extremes. No, it's not just the extremes. The entire Democratic Party virtually embraces the the breakdown of the uh, of the rule of law, the the sabotage of our national sovereignty, on the border, with fentanyl coming in, with trafficking, with people going all over, uh, burdening our uh, welfare system. We we have uh, national debt at 33 trillion, and no sign, no indication. Of of any willingness to cut it down, and and we we have a, a president who's overtly senile, and a and a political party behind him that refuses to acknowledge it, and props him up like weekend at Bernie, and we have a, an entire party who plays this game of throwing uh, Queen John Pierre in front of us, lying and obfuscating so flagrantly, and, and she never answers the question, and she always says, I'm going to get back to you on that. She never does, and then she's arrogant about it. Uh, and, and we have a press corps totally in collusion with this administration that doesn't and, and, and pretends that what's going on is normal, and, and we have gender confusion, deliberate gender confusion, uh, where uh, the transgender community has now gotten so powerful because of the the press and the woke people that even the poor homosexual lobby and feminists are being subordinated to their agenda. There's nothing ultimately consistent about the left except it's hell that it's hell bent on destruction in every category.
1: David Limbaugh, you know, there were a lot of uh, political parties in the past that started off as uh, uh, you know, we're going to get you back to work, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and then they turned out to be uh, downright evil. And, and I'm going to tell you, I, I don't like saying this. If you would have asked me 30 years ago if I thought the Democrat Party was evil, I would have said, no, no, because my dad was a Democrat. He was a Roosevelt Democrat. Um, and, and But now i got to tell you, I mean, when you're down with abortion till birth, when you're down with an open border, you don't care about the fentanyl crisis, and now Israel faces its biggest crisis since its beginning of its existence, and the liberal media and academia and the left literally took a lie from the devil about a hospital bombing where 500 people were killed and erased israel's holocaust israel's 9-11 and then turned it into all-out anti-semitism and violence against the jewish people can you believe this is happening david 22 well, years after 9-11 22 years after the uh the iranian hostage uh, crisis go ahead
0: actually i can believe it because the left has given every indication that they support this nihilism and that they there's so many anti Semites on the left and they deny it. And then uh, you, you you get these the media to, who just take the the word of Hamas about about that missile we all know that Hamas is lying. And there is no moral equivalence. There is no Israel is twenty percent bad and Hamas is eighty percent bad. No, it's a hundred to zero. Other, with a few exceptions, there you know there's some mistakes that are made, but we have a, an entire group of people in a strip of land, and by the way, this is generous because you probably got most of the surrounding Arab nations feeling the same way. Who are com- committed to the permanent destruction, annihilation of the Jewish people, and it's not just about the land, although that's their focal point now, but they want to get rid of Israel, and there is no compromise. And the Palestinian people, whoever, however you define that nebulous, amorphous term, uh, are supportive of what's going on. And, and, and yet Biden wants to send them $100 million, which we don't have. How many people are there in the United States? 300 million? So, so that's 33 cents from every person in the United States. Think about that. Just off the top of his head, where'd they come up with that figure of $100 million? And they're going to throw it into a war zone when we're going to have people sabotaging us over there and funding them doing it. They act like this is humanitarian aid. Don't, don't. I don't believe that for a second. Just like Biden uh, subsidized Iran funding this proxy war. And it's just, it is so unbelievable. in any other time in the history of this country none of this would be permitted there would be bipartisan consensus against this insanity so i yeah. don't care how radical i sound i cannot sound radical enough to to accurately portray the truth of what's going on
1: you know, David Limbaugh, spiritual I warfare, Rob. It's yes, spiritual that's, warfare. that's where I was going next, David. And, and you know, I've never been uh, one of the people, the uh, doomsday uh, people, you know, people who either say a biblical ending of the world is coming or climate change is going to destroy it. Because the one thing that is true about all doomsday predictions is they've been wrong. However, I, I do believe we are in a spiritual battle. It is very clear that this isn't political. This is good and evil, David Limbaugh. And, and do you and Absolutely. I know you're right, you right. Okay, you've got the you've got the new book, The Resurrected Jesus. That's what we've been talking about. Jesus comes, you know, all this. But we are. This is it. This isn't just politics. I'm not saying this is the end of the world, but this is good and evil. I,
0: I it is good and evil.
1: And As
0: you mentioned, when you have a, an entire political party, not just reluctantly uh, defending abortion in extreme circumstances, but glorifying it all the way up to birth. I mean, and, and the, the trafficking and, and the breakdown of law and order and the looters, the smash and grab people, they're the victims instead of the store owners who are getting savaged by these people. This is insanity. This is not a matter of political ideology; it's spiritual depravity. And your, your point about uh, end times and all that, yeah. As I've studied the Bible through the years, I've studied end time prophecy, and, and I happen to believe I happen to believe it. But like you, I've never thought that it was going to come; it was imminent. Even though a lot of people are sensationalists and say it is, but I have to tell you, in the last two years, things have happened. On an accelerated level, so alarmingly that I actually have to wonder and pause. Because you, you know, you, you see these apocalyptic movies, or these even these Christian movies where people are riding in the streets and they cut to different places and all over the all over the world, you got these this mayhem in the cities. Boy, that'd be terrible. ever happened. Now it's actually happening in real life. You can see. Hundreds of, and thousands of people protesting violently in the streets of all these cities all over the world are based on a lie. And who's the father of lies? Satan. Back to our point about evil and good. And, you know, yeah. somebody on Fox said, well, it's, it's too bad because this, it was based on a lie and they took it back, but all the, a lot of the damage had already occurred. No, you're wrong. It's not. It never got taken back. This the, the, the people in the Arab world, so many of them, still believe it. There's no correction in the media over there or here. There's no take-back. Jake Tapper isn't going to apologize for putting that crap out. And, and despite the fact that thousands of people are, however many people, are going to die over this, I'm not accusing Jake Tapper of causing this, but I'm saying he was one who supported that false narrative.
3: Yeah he
0: did it knowingly or not, I don't know. And
1: he's just an example, and he isn't even considered. David, you know, I've been on the I've been on the planet long enough that I know when Hamas says that a hospital has been uh, exploded and five hundred people died, that most probably it's bullcrap. But ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, they went off. They went off on it. They fomented this. You had Rashida Tlaib on Capitol Hill fomenting a riot. David Limbaugh fomented a riot into Capitol Hill. You had you had in New York City. You had people in and a Hamas garb the first day in New York City, fortunately, last night there was a giant pro-Israel. But I'm telling you, there's there's a slogan, a slogan that was sent to me a saying that was sent to me months ago by a listener from Voltaire. It said, "Those who will believe absurdities will commit atrocities." And David, we've seen that the last couple of years. Those who believe that a a human being can change genders will commit an atrocity of listening to a child and then mutilating the child to become the the, the opposite gender neuter them and make them units eunuchs for life that's example number one and i can go on and on we've had a lot of absurdities that the last three years have been a clown car abs- absurdity and so many people who play along and play along and commit the atrocities associated with them
0: yeah and, and, and the transgender lady who was helping take down these posters of the hostages, the children in Israel. And then when she she may accomplish, she says, well, I have to see things through my own transgender uh, minority lens. Are you kidding me? Is everybody a narcissist today? I know we overuse that term, but we've got hostages, innocent people, and then instead of supporting that, the person suppresses that news and then makes herself a victim of some race, gender thing. This is too crazy to even denominate crazy, David Limbaugh. I, I, yeah.
1: I don't. I don't want to end our conversation on uh, the the. You know, because I'm I'm upset about the world. I I'm praying for the world, and I'm really I'm willing to fight for Israel. Me, I am, and I'm willing to fight for our country. But you've got up this book. It's called The Resurrected Jesus. I would assume that this is going to offer some hope and some context. Tell us a little about your your book, sir, because I'm looking forward to to reading it.
0: Thank you. Uh, Well, you know, the book is about the Apostle Paul, seven of his 13 epistles, letters to the churches. The first six I covered in the previous book. This book was co-written by me and my daughter, Kristen, and it goes through the pastoral epistles and the prison epistles, the epistles that Paul wrote when he was in prison, and then those other three, to Timothy and Titus, that he wrote uh, to, to tell them and instruct them how to evangelize, how to, how to be leaders in the church, and that type of thing. And, and the other, the, mo- the thrust of these letters is to, to uh, attack heresies and false teachings. And Paul telling his people, the gospel has to be preached in a pure sense. Do not distort or dilute the gospel just for the sake of making people feel better or whatever. The gospel is that Jesus Christ died for our sins, and there is no other way to the Father than through him. If you dilute that and tell people it's faith plus works or some other way, you follow laws, and, or you get, to, you get to heaven based on your own merit, your own works, and you're not doing these people any good. Maybe they'll make them feel better for a day. But you're flirting with interrupting their path to eternity. So you have to take this very seriously. So, all, And this stuff is still relevant because we're seeing churches split all over the country because people inside and outside the church, negative, harmful, I dare say, demonic, satanic forces, are trying to attack the church and the true gospel, and in so doing— mislead people and give them false sense of hope and repudiate the true God of the Bible. This isn't to say you don't treat everyone, no matter what they believe, with gentleness, respect, and love. But it is to say that you have to honor God's Word for what it is. We owe All right. that to people. And David Limbo. Book, Go ahead.
1: I was going to say we got to wrap things up, my friend. Uh, I, I'm going to be doing longer podcasts, and I would like to have you on for an extended amount of time. But I just want to extend my my best wishes to you, your family. The book is called The Resurrected Jesus. David Limbaugh. Thank you so much, brother. God bless you. I'm praying for our country and for Israel. Uh, thank you for I want joining me, me just today.
0: A positive note. You got to have faith, and I think we're going to come out okay in the end. But boy, it's not going to be easy. We got to face bet. those
1: tribulations before we get to enlightenment, brother. We'll talk again soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Let's take a break. Come back and wrap it up. It's the Rob Carson Show. Come on. This is my favorite song. It's called "Show Me How to Live" by a band called Audio Slave who uh, had Chris Cornell as the lead singer. He did uh, Rage Against... No, he didn't do Rage Against the Machine. He did Soundgarden, among others. Kind of a Gen X thing. Uh, Chris Cornell's amazing. Uh, Audio Slave is... uh, This song is about... about, To me, it's about God. The the words are, you gave me life, now show me how to live. So I ask for guidance every day in my life. Uh, I don't want to proselytize here. Show me how to live. So, I think it says you ask God for help. Don't, uh, don't just expect God to do stuff for you. So, anyway. Oh, 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 guess what? Jim Gossett just sent me a new
3: song. Let's do it. We need some folk music to make a point, shall we? About Hamas. Send a to paradise, put up a parking lot. Yeah, bomb them into oblivion. Woo-hoo! Carpet bomb them, let's give it all we got. Pew, 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 boom. Hamas, they need to go, and we'll all be better off when they're gone. Hey, send them to paradise, put up a parking lot. Yeah, aloo, wallo, 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 Jump, Joe Biden, he wants a hundred mil. Dirka, dirka. For the same bugs that behead and kill. Oh, sleepy Joe. Hamas, you're helping out with this cash Time to resign A true leader you are not Now he's insane, He's going to be out of Send office. him to paradise, put up a parking lot Yes, bomb Gaza, pave it over Bomb Hamas and put up a parking lot I like that, I like it better than the, aver- the original version That was pretty good
1: <laughs> <Jim got that. laughs> If you want to hear that again You can do it by listening to the podcast today all right so we've had two at least two new song parodies on the show a lot of brilliant monologues thank you very much and all you got to do is this afternoon when we take the show it's not really a podcast it's the show all right we take the show my awesome producer ken redneck macgyver makes it into two podcasts and you can share with people so all the parodies all the commentary all of the phone calls you can maybe you called today you can say hey mom i was on today's show and send her the link Just go to Newsmax.com slash listen, okay? Newsmax.com slash listen. Also, while I'm promoting stuff, uh, watch my TV show, Rob Carson's What in the World, this weekend. I promise you, I promise you, unless you are devoid of a sense of humor uh, or a a Democrat, you are going to laugh because it's really good. Go to NewsmaxTV.com and just look for listings tomorrow night, Sunday night, and uh, Monday as well. And uh, one other thing. If you're thinking about that medical emergency kit, twc.health slash Carson. Okay, twc.health slash Carson. I mentioned that earlier. Their new sponsor the wellness company. I wanted to get that in there as well. All right, let's take a break and uh, come back. Wrap this thing up on a Friday. This is The Rob Carson Show. That's going to do it, guys. God bless you. If you get a chance to watch the TV show, Rob Carson's What in the World is at NewsmaxTV.com. God bless Israel. God bless America. Save them both. God bless you. And until Monday, don't catch the stupid. I'll see you then.